there, crazy kids. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Just My Thoughts with your boy, Renard Simon. If you don't know, now you know, baby. Now you know. Appreciate y'all coming back and rocking with your boy. Because we back, y'all. For another episode. What it do, baby? Uh, what they do, uh, baby? <laughs> Hit him with that French, y'all. Uh, voulez-vous vous chez avec moi? <laughs> Remember that on that Lil Wayne song? Uh, voulez-vous vous chez avec moi, bitches? <laughs> Shout out to Weezy, baby. <laughs> oh, man. But we back, y'all. We back, y'all, for another NBA podcast. We talking about Lakers. We talking about Nuggets. Great game last night. I don't care what nobody say, you know. People who don't watch sports, they're like, oh, it was an okay game or whatever because it wasn't super close or it wasn't overtime or it wasn't a buzzer beater or anything like that. But see, I love sports. I love the game of basketball. So especially when it's playoffs, because playoffs are different than the regular season. Like regular, I love the regular season too. But with the playoffs, you got a chance to, um, to lock in on people's weaknesses. You know, because it's the best out of seven. You know, you you play a regular season game. That's it. You know, you go home, you go about your business. Um, But in the best of seven series, it becomes a chess match. You know, you got to make adjustments each each game. That's why the that's why the games go back and forth so much, because coaches, you know, they they uh, they make adjustments. And it's it's just so, so interesting to see the adjustments that they make every game. So, um so without further ado, man, let's get into it, man. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the recap. We're going to talk about we're gonna talk about Jamal Murray and how fucking big time he is and how he need to be getting his props by now. Like, I don't understand. Like, why are they not giving him his props? Um, we're going to talk about Jeremy Grant, who came up big as the third option. Um, of course, we got to talk about Jokic, uh, AD, LeBron, what they did, what they didn't do, what they need to do. And um, who showed up, who didn't show up, Yeedee. And of course, we got the keys to victory, man, for both teams. Um, but let's get into it, man. Let's 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 first talk about Jamal Murray, y'all. Now, I, <laughs> this dude is—he's a top five point guard. I don't know when they're gonna—I don't know when they're gonna anoint him and be like Jamal Murray. He has arrived. He is a top five point guard. He's top five. Like <laughs> you can't you can't name you can't name me four point guards that are better than Jamal Murray. You can't like. <laughs> The dude is on another level, man, and he's been doing this for a long time. Like the last two years, he's been big time. The last year, you know, he was a bit inconsistent. Even his coach told him he was inconsistent. All right, he was, but this dude worked on his game, man. Ballers, high school ballers, anybody who's balling out there, little kids out there, y'all can learn something from Jamal Murray, man, because this is an example of of grit, man. Somebody who works on his game and comes back. A beast. <laughs> it comes back a beast, man. Like this dude, pretty much balled out last night. He was he was clutch. He was the most clutch any player has ever been from the three point line. Like seventy three percent. He was seventy three percent from the from the three point line. Um, there's no player ever that's ever done that. Not even Steph Curry. Steph Curry has never even done that. Seventy three percent from the three point in the clutch. That means in the fourth quarter, y'all. In clutch moments, like that—that's that's fucking unreal. That's unreal, y'all. Like, <laughs> oh man, and he's never been down. Like he's never been down. Like that comes. I'm gonna tell you, man. That comes from working on your game, yo. That comes from working on your game and your conditioning. 
right? You know how in shape you are, you know, when you have to play 43 minutes, this fool played 43 minutes as the point guard and is responsible, as a point guard, you're responsible for um, facilitating, um, facilitating the offense, playing defense, chasing defenders off screens, you know, pushing the ball on fast breaks. Like the point guard position is the most tiring position in basketball. All right. They have to be the most in shape on the team, y'all. They got to do so much. And to be able to manage all those responsibilities and still be that clutch in the fourth quarter, that's off-season work, y'all. That's You don't just wake up and, and be that great. You don't just wake up and be that tired and, and be, able to, be able to hit clutch shots in the fourth quarter consistently. Like, that, that shit just don't come overnight. That's off-season work. Nothing more, nothing less. I'm going to tell you, because when you put in so much work on your game... That shit comes easy when the bright lights come on, y'all. This kid got better every single year. That's and that's and and that's how you got to keep the main thing the main thing. You you get better every single year. All you young players out there, man, y'all learn from this cat, man. Work on your game. Work on your game. Pound on your weaknesses. Whatever whatever weakness you got, pound on that shit. All right? Make that shit a strength every single year. Every single year. And his coach told him. His coach told him last year that he was inconsistent. That boy went into the lab in the offseason and came back guns blazing. Guns blazing. He's like, all right, coach. All right, coach. You know. And as a player, man, all you want to do is, is impress your coach. All you want to do is go go to war for your coach. So if your coach tell you you ain't you ain't put putting 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 enough work in, oh yeah. Oh yeah, that shit is on your mind all offseason. So he's going back to the lab he came back his game if you look at his game every single year his game is definitely more polished from last year the great players they get better every year they or they add something new or add something different to their game or just be or just become more efficient at something they already did well this dude came back and if you watch his game if you watch his game his game is so much cleaner like if you watch his last two years you know it was kind of you know, like irky jerky, you know, he's kind of sloppy, but his moves now, his moves are so much cleaner. You can tell all of the, all of the amazing shit that he does, all of the stuff that you see, the, the, uh, the double spin with the step back, the, the, the Euro step, like he's doing a Euro step and then he's jumping, he's fading off of one leg off the second step. Like, and then he'll fade off of any step. He, he'll fade to, to any side. You know, while he's while he's doing his Euro step, he'll fade to the left, he'll fade to the right, he'll fade back. <laughs> and this dude can shoot from any move. He got so many moves that he can shoot, he can pull up from any move, y'all. <laughs> and don't talk, don't talk about top five point guard, top five, top five uh handles as well. The boy got the he got the ball on the string. It's like he's got 10 strings on his fingers, like just attached to the ball. He don't never lose the ball except for that last, except for that fourth quarter yesterday when Rondo stripped him like four or five times in the fourth quarter. That's pretty much how they came back. But, um, but the man was playing 43 minutes, y'all. The man was playing 43 minutes and still, still after those five steals, he still came up, came up with the win. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, this dude is big time. We need to anoint this man top five point guard in the league. All right. And I'm going to do another podcast on that and give you who my top five is because i gotta i gotta think about that shit but he's definitely top five i can't really name four point guards that's better than him like no no <laughs> so 
next person, y'all, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant was the uh, was the third option who pretty much helped them win the game. By the way, um, uh, what's his name? J- uh, Jamal Murray. He had he had twenty eight points, y'all. He had twenty eight points. Um, he almost had a triple double. He had 14, po- 14 assists and eight rebounds. All right, twenty eight points. Now, if you think about twenty eight points, it wasn't really that. It wasn't really that great. Like it's great, but it's not that great. You know, um, like I said before, for 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 Denver to win, uh, him and Jokic has has to combine for sixty points or more. You know, Jokic had twenty two points and like what and like eleven rebounds. A double. He had a double double. You know, that's that's uh, that's a normal um, that's a normal night for him. All right, but he has to score more if they want to win the game. You know, or have a third a third person to score 22 points or more. Um, Jokic and Jamal Murray combined for 50 points. Now, in my last podcast, I said they need to they need to score 60 combined. Now, because they they wasn't able to score 50, you know what you had you had you had Jeremy Grant. He he scored 26 points. All right, now Jeremy Grant has to do that every single game or have another player do that. Also, Monte uh, Morris. He also had a good contribution. He had 11 points. He's another fearless guard that they have. Um, but Jeremy Grant, man, like he was, you know, he was real slow on game two. And, you know, he came out, he came out and he came out uh, shooting, shooting with confidence. And um, he was actually guarding LeBron as well. So they got some good production from Jeremy Grant. Um, something we need to know about Denver, y'all. Like we not we gotta stop looking at Denver as uh, somebody who's like inferior to uh, the Lakers and the Clippers or whatever. Like they're not they're up there. They're they're, they're a great team. <laughs> we got we gotta start saying that. We gotta start like giving them their props that they are a great team because everybody's saying, oh, now the Nuggets are playing uh, the Lakers and now the Lakers are gonna have it easy. No, they're not gonna have it easy. Um, the fact that, you know, the, the uh, game two was close and Denver beat him in the third game. That means Denver is on the Lakers level. Like y- y- we got to understand that the the uh, the Nuggets are on are on the Lakers level and they're above the Clippers, the Clippers. <laughs> everybody's saying, oh, if the Clippers was playing the Lakers, oh, it would be more of a challenge. No, it would not. They lost. <laughs> they lost to a better team. That's <laughs> And honestly, I feel like if the Clippers played the Nuggets again next year, I don't think it would be that close. I don't think it would be a 3-1. I think it would be it would probably be a series or Nuggets will win in in like 6, 5 or 6 or something like that. I just don't think the Clippers are on that level with the Lakers. I think the Nuggets are definitely on that level with the Lakers. And this series, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes 5 uh, Lakers in five, but three or four very, very close games. And also, I would not be surprised if it went six or seven because I feel like the Lakers had a bad game. They had a very bad game, y'all. Um, when you look at how Denver played, Denver played, Denver came out, they played with so much energy, so much urgency. Because if you think about it, they're down 2 0. All right. So it's definitely a must win. All right. When you're down 2 0, Game three is like a game seven. 
All right, because you 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 do not you do not want to go down three one. You go down three one, that's it. To the Lakers, you know, you lose all confidence, and that's what it's all about. It's all about your mindset when you're in the playoffs. Like now, Denver has that confidence that they can beat the Lakers, and when you have that, you can't tell Denver that they can't beat the Lakers. Like everybody want to say, oh, the Lakers are gonna win, the Lakers are gonna win, but when you have a team and you have players on that team who believe that they can win, you can't stop that team. You can't stop that team. You gotta, you gotta put your foot on their neck. You gotta put your foot on their neck and and let them know what's up. Because if you don't, they gonna take it. They gonna take it from you. And the route they going, they gonna take it from the Lakers. If the Lakers don't 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 put their foot down on the neck. Um, if if AD and, and LeBron don't don't turn this shit up, <laughs> like it, this is gonna be a series. All right. I don't see Denver winning the series, but I say worst case scenario, this this series goes seven. If LeBron and AD don't um, don't turn that shit on to, to the next level, like that next, next level, you dig? Um, Denver played their best basketball last night, all right? And they almost lost. They almost lost. They had a 20-point lead. They was, they was up by 20 points, y'all, all right? And then that last quarter, that last quarter, Lakers went on a 17, uh, 17-2 run. All right, Rondo had like four to five steals in the fourth quarter, and and that was on Jamal Murray. Um, and of course, Jamal Murray was tired, man. Jamal Murray was tired. That's the advantage the Lakers have, man. They they they're able to rest their players. Um, the only person who didn't get a lot of rest was uh, was AD. AD played like forty something minutes. Um, I think LeBron played like thirty five minutes. But other than that, Jamal Murray he played like 43, 44 minutes. So, and you look at all those other guys, those other guys, they play like, you know, 25 to 30 minutes because they're getting rest. They're getting good rest. So when you look at Denver, um, they played their best basketball, but they gave up a 20 point lead. And, and then when you look at what the Lakers did, uh, the Lakers came out with no urgency. You know, they did okay in the first quarter. It was like 27 to 29. All right. Then the second quarter, it, it, it just got away from them. It was like 34. They scored um, Denver scored 34 points and then Lakers scored like 24 points in the second quarter. And then that third quarter, you know, um, Lakers came out with a little bit of fire, but they still could not get that lead back. Then in the fourth quarter, that's, that's when they turned it up. That's when they got those steals. But when you look at the way the Lakers shot, the Lakers shot horribly, y'all. All right. They scored, they, they shot 23% from, uh, from the three point line, six for 20, six for 26, from three, y'all. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna get it done like that, y'all. And Denver is definitely capable of of coming back. They're definitely capable of running up the score because they got shooters. They got plenty of shooters. Plenty plenty of players on their team that have confidence shooting. They don't care. They don't, they don't care. They just shoot, baby. <laughs> and when we look at the rebounds, all right. When we, when we compare the rebounds, uh, Lakers had 25 rebounds total as a team. As a team, yo. Like, AD averages like 15 to 20 rebounds a game, all right? AD had two rebounds this game, y'all. Two. You can't have two rebounds as a power forward. Like, that shit can't happen, bro. <laughs> it cannot happen. And that won't happen again. Like, the, the things that happen in this game with the Lakers, it won't happen two games in a row. So, either this game is going to be closer, um, either game four is going to be closer, or the Lakers are going to just blow them out. Like, e either way, all right? Because the Lakers had a horrible game, all right? Um, 
Denver also had 44 rebounds to uh, Lakers 20, 25 rebounds. That's that's a big difference right there. We can't we can't have that. <laughs> you can't win games, you know, when you're when you're uh, when you got 25 rebounds as a team. Like that's that's not gonna work. And with with all of that, Lakers were still down by 21 points, and they came back and brought it, and got it down to three. Never took the lead, but got it down to three. Was almost there, y'all. Almost there. So that's kind of how that game went. And AD, uh, he had 27. If you look at his stats, you know, you see the two rebounds. Of course, you can't let that happen. But you see 27 points. You're like, man, he balled out or whatever. Like, he did. But if you don't watch the game, you don't really know how he struggled. Like, he, he struggled. He was very timid. He wasn't like that dog that we want, you know. Um, he got the ball. He didn't really know what to do with the ball. He was dribbling. Uh, he was dribbling towards double teams and stuff like that. He he didn't really um, scan the floor. You know how like when you get it in the post, especially with Jokic, he'll get it in the post and he'll scan the floor to see where everybody's moving. Like he didn't do that. Um, he would just grab the ball and he would uh, just dribble into a double team, um, trying to trying to draw a foul. You know you can't do that. You got got to be smarter than that. And I'm sure him and LeBron, I'm sure LeBron talked to him about that as well. LeBron had some turnovers in the fourth quarter. As well, um, LeBron had a, had a triple double. <laughs> he still balled out too, but he didn't he didn't do that great in the game. Um, but this is what I feel like uh, both teams need to do. Let's 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 talk about uh, the keys to victory for both teams. So I think for the Lakers, the Lakers need to shoot the ball with confidence first of all. Um, they need to have more communication on defense. AD needs to be more aggressive, of course. Uh, he just needs to be smarter. Um, when he when he's got little guys on him, like he needs to take him to the rack. Uh, when he's got Jokic on him, he needs to <laughs> he needs to go to work. He needs to go to work, take that boy to the rack, and um, take advantage of of your matchups. You know, LeBron needs to play more from the post as well. He had Jeremy Grant in the post a few times. I remember in three possessions, three possessions back to back, he had Jeremy uh, Grant in the post, scored on him three times in a row. Um, Got to go back to that. Go 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 back to what works. You know what I mean? Until they um until they change something all right um nobody can guard him in the post nobody like they're not gonna put Jokic on him because there's always gonna have another big man on on the floor so you gotta you gotta take advantage of your matchups um there was also a play when uh where LeBron had to switch off the pick and roll uh LeBron had to switch and uh Jokic was on him LeBron took him to the LeBron took him to the rack he went aggressive to the rack on Jokic, you know, and then settle for the step back jumper. That's what he's that's what he has to do. That mindset. He had to have that killer mindset. Um, I feel like LeBron also needs to get his team involved from the tip. All right. In the beginning, get get his team involved because these guys on the Lakers, man, they're not capable of figuring out, figuring it out themselves on how to get their own shot. Um, he has to help these guys find their game in the beginning of the game. All right? And then he can get his later. Um and AD, AD, of course, he has to get his work. He has to get it. Don't look back. Whatever, whatever you got to do, like, like play like you the MVP, all right? Don't think about nothing else. Just go get yours, son. Just go get yours, man. And then last but not least, man, put Rondo on Jamal Murray. Like, Rondo should be guarding Jamal Murray. Put that pressure on that fool, man. Like, I think Jamal Murray can handle it, but you can slow him down with Rondo. Slow him down, man. He had those five steals, man. Rondo was pestering him in the fourth quarter. Man, man, it was crazy, man. That that lead 
went quick, y'all. That 20-point lead went so quick just from those five steals. It was crazy. Um, and that's for Denver. Denver, keys to victory for Denver. Um, I think that they need to do exactly what they've been doing. All they need to do is just have that third score. If they have that third score that scores 22 points or more, all they got to do is, is, com- is get three players that combine 60 points. If they don't get three players that combine for 60 points, then that's when uh, Jokic and, and uh, Jamal Murray need to combine for 60 points. If not, they're not going to have a chance. Um, you can have one of those guys, you know, scoring 10. You can have two guys scoring like 10 points and another guy scoring like 20 points. That's fine. But you got to get some production from at least one or two guys. You had another, you had one other guy that was in double digits, which was uh, Monte uh, Morris. And you had another guy that had like nine points. I think that was, um, I think that was um, Millsap. I think that was Millsap. But that was it. That was it. That's all you had. So you had the three guys, uh, Jamal Murray, 20, 28 points. Jeremy Grant, 26 points. Jokic, 22. All right. Then you had Monte, Monte Morris. He had 11 all right, so as long as you have three guys in double digits or four or five guys um, or two or, two or three guys in double in double digits, I mean, in the 20s, 20 plus points, and then two or three guys in double digits, you'll be fine. They just got to play their game. They just got to play their game. And they can't get flustered, man. They can't get flustered because the Lakers have not even played their best basketball. That's what's scary. That's what's scary, man. LeBron has not even went into that, like, killer, that killer mode yet. He hasn't done that yet. And that is what the Nuggets have to prepare for. They got to be ready to be able to handle that shit, to be able to weather that storm that LeBron and AD can bring at the same time. I feel like LeBron, AD, and Rondo are about to be on another level these next couple games. And the Nuggets need to be ready for that shit. If they're ready... The games will be close. And Jamal Murray, he is ready for that. He is ready for that moment at the end. He's ready for that shit. And the games can be close. And Jamal Murray, he can close that shit down. You know? But it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. It's not gonna be no fucking blowout. I'm sorry. It's not gonna be no blowout. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Unless LeBron AD and and, uh, and Rondo, they just go to a, a different fucking level. You know, and then all the other all the other guys, they just clicking on all cylinders. But the game is going to be amazing. I I see this shit going at least six games, six to seven games, man. The only way it goes five games is (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I just think if it goes five games and Lakers win in five, all those games are going to be close. That's what I think. But uh, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy watching this. This is going to be fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. Um. Other than that, man, that's that's all I got, man. That's all I got, man. Next podcast is gonna be um, my recap on um, on Miami and the Celtics. Uh, that's the other two teams, man, in the East, baby. So uh, that's all we got for today. I will see y'all on the next podcast, baby. Peace.